If you like Rogan and Rodney, be sure to check out Petros and Money. Hear them live weekdays at 3 on AM 570 LA Sports or podcast their show on the iHeartRadio app by searching Petros and Money. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, we continue. Fred Rogan, Jonas Knox, and for Rodney on AM570 LA Sports. I just got word. Just got word. Cody Bellinger has been activated. All right. See, don't be so negative about the Dodgers, Fred. There's good news right around the corner. All you got to do is uh, stick with the uh, the program, stick with the plan in place, and uh, good news is here. Cody Bellinger is back for the Dodgers. Uh, although, you know, listen, I, he made a return once this season. It didn't go too well. So, you know, we'll see. Well, first of all, I haven't been negative. And second, what was that? He's back, but... He made a return. It didn't go so well. So well, you're basically being negative. Well, it just, uh, you know, it feels like, I don't know if he was rushed back or whatever, but it feels like, you know, it was like, all right, Cody Bellinger's back, and then he was back on. It, 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 there's a little Corey Seager-ish uh, feeling to this whole thing. You know, so I'm just, there's a difference between being negative and being cautious. I'm being cautiously optimistic that Bellinger is back and the Dodgers can get rolling, and offensively they need all the help they can get. You're being negative because you have regret from Phoenix because you turned down pot when it was offered to you. No, that's not exactly. If you just are tuning in, that's not exactly what happened. Uh, I was actually doing a live shot where somebody walked by and asked, do you have a permit to be here? Now, this person had absolutely no authority, so we lied and said yes. So we thought the guy would go away. Then he takes out a joint and he hands it to me. And he says, you want some? I said, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and you were later seen, uh, you know, eating a, a bag of chili cheese Fritos afterwards, which, you know, I'm not trying to put two and two together and make five. I'm just simply saying that, you know, it, it feels like uh, when you're seen afterwards uh, raiding a gas station for all the uh, the goodies, the ding dongs and the zingers and ho-hos and uh, Funyuns and chili cheese Fritos and Doritos and Lay's and Ruffles and pretzels and all the other stuff that come along with the gas station yeah. weed fix maybe some Cheez-Its which sure. by the way greatest cracker of all time Cheez-Its um, you know I said that to Rob Parker once and he said that I was uh, I'm not making that story up uh, that is a <laughs> that is an actual actual conversation that we had on the air on uh, one of our many shows that got out of control I just think that you know when you're seen at a gas station doing that Fred it makes you ask a couple of questions I don't know if you got the uh, the tweet though uh, we mentioned Golden Tate and the donut shop, uh, yeah. Debris. I don't know if you happen to see that. No. Uh, a gentleman listening to the show, Johnny, uh, he listens to the show all the way in Seattle, so we appreciate it. I mean, because let's be honest, what's he going to do, listen to Sonic's coverage? <laughs> yeah, we're going to be truthful. Uh, we mentioned Golden Tate stealing a maple bar when yeah. he was uh, with the Seattle Seahawks, and Johnny writes in and says, Jonas is 98% correct about the Golden Tate donut story. What happened was the high rise he lived in had top pot donut shop one night he went down broke in to the top pot and stole a dozen bacon topped maple bars 
So it's even worse than I thought. I thought it was one singular maple bar. Instead, it was a dozen, and they were the premium edition because they had the uh, the the bacon or over the top of them. Now, the way I understood it, he didn't necessarily break in. Someone left the door open. He just happened to nudge it open and help. Are you going to question Johnny here? I no, mean, not in the least. But that's not how. That's just how I remembered it. Well, let me tell you something. If I happen to leave the front door open and I see somebody walking out with my TV, uh, they're getting a pickaxe in the spine. A and B. You have a pickaxe? No, but if I did, I would probably use it. Uh, okay. That's a good point. Maybe I should go run to the hardware store afterwards and pick one up. Yeah. And and also that to me feels like it doesn't give you the right to walk in and take whatever you want just because the door's open. You know? I can't say I dispute that. I'm just if we're talking about the facts and being accurate here because maybe it changes whether it's breaking and entering or is it just entering why by the way why do we need bacon bits on top of a, of a i don't like bar? it yeah it's gross have you ever tried it no, no. don't knock it till you try it okay well listen i mean this is also i don't, I don't know if, if we're ever going to get to this conversation i don't know if you guys have had this conversation no, i'm the sure big, we have it's one, come of the, up. one of the big talking points uh, on a uh, weekend overnights uh, on fox sports radio and kevin figures and i work together on weekend overnights at fsr uh, is that uh, kevin figures hates hates detests some would even use the word loathes in and out i would say hate is a strong word but i do think they are extremely overrated so do i extremely overrated i agree i mean sacrilege man that's too much scottsdale in your blood fred (laughs) hey i mean you go to arizona you get the best burger it's simple it's a whataburger whataburger is whataburger should be wow that's is that what they? Is that because that's what they say, or is it true? Because I've never had one. So, well, that's their slogan. I know that's a slogan, but do you agree with that slogan? Yeah, I, I just—they're good. I'd always go Whataburger over anything. A little too fancy for me. You know, I'm an old school guy. Whataburger is not fancy. Yeah, you listen, you, dr- you drive up north a little bit, you go to Carpinteria, there's a place called The Spot. All right, it's this old school type of burger stand. Uh, they got a nice little burger going on there. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm not here to name drop stuff. Like, you know, like I, I travel the world. You know, there's some places in and around town, Fred. I just, I don't know that we need to attack in and out right after we attack, uh, you know, maple bars that have bacon bits on top of them. You know, well, I don't think that's the move. Let me tell you this story about the live shot I did in Minnesota. No, did they offer you weed there too, or no? No, you know when you do these live shots late at night in other cities, you're 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 just basically out there. And when we were doing it from Minnesota, it's two hour time change, right? So eleven fifteen here is one fifteen in the morning there. Yes. All right. So we're out there and we're doing the live shot, and uh, we're right by the Mary Tyler Moore statue. Remember the show Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, from the Weezer song. Not from the Weezer song. No. Might be. I mean, I know of the show, but maybe a little before some of our times there, Fred. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's, it, wait, it's an iconic it, television I'm show. I'm aware. Like, yes. Stay All around, right. folks. Next hour, Fred's going to interview Wyatt Earp's babysitter. No. So. <laughs> and Jonas, Fred has never heard of Weezer. No, I, he does not know who or what you are talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, if there was a D after the E in between the E and the Z, then Fred probably would have been a fan yeah. of it. If it was Weezer, Fred would have been a fan. Yeah. Weezer, uh, the band, mentions Mary Tyler Moore in one of their songs, Fred. That's why I brought it up. Okay. That was the greatest grass. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're out there doing this live shot. It's one fifteen in the morning. And uh, I think it was the Lakers were in the playoffs. Phil Jackson was the coach. It was 100 years ago. So anyway, we're doing the live shot. And uh, normally you're just standing there. And it's late. And all of a sudden, to my right, so the camera's shooting me, and I can see to my right, but the camera doesn't see it. You see these two old fat guys, drunk, and they are just throwing down. But they're fighting, but, I mean, they're old drunk guys. And so, I mean, how hard are they going to hit somebody, right? 
But they're trying to hit each other. We're on, and I said, oh, there's a fight over here to the right. Go ahead and pan the camera. And we watched these two guys roll around in the gutter for three minutes, and I went, that's sports. <laughs> and I sent it back. That was the whole report. Yeah. That's phenomenal. What happened in the game, who cares? Anything else that went on, irrelevant. Let's just watch these guys go at it for about three minutes. By the way, you know what they do in Minneapolis when it comes to burgers? You ever heard of the Juicy Lucy? No. The Juicy Lucy is a real thing in Minneapolis. They take a patty. They take two burger patties. They put uh, cheese in between. Then they close the burger patties, and then they cook it on the grill. So you're eating a burger that's filled with cheese inside the burger, which is just disgusting uh the more i describe it here on the air so just a little filling you in on the juicy lucy you thought it was a strip club in guadalajara no fred juicy lucy is a burger in minneapolis all right well as as you think about feasting on something like that which didn't sound bad to me by the way as you think about feasting on something like that let us feast on some spirituality let us come together as a people let us unite it is time for that moment and to provide it we welcome on vic the brick with the Daily Haiku at 2. And Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Frank. Good afternoon, Vic. Fred, I think there was more marijuana in the joint that was offered to you last night in Phoenix than Alex Caruso had in his grinder at Texas A&M before he took off. Who wrote that? Hello, two shows, Mike. <laughs> I mean, bless Caruso. What does he have? Like a mutt? What? A joint? And they busted him at his alma mater's airport? I mean, that story to me. All right, Kev, uh, Vic, hold on, Vic, hold on a sec. Are you near the landline? No. All right. Can you get to the landline? What is Alex calling? No. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to call us. I want you to call us on the landline. This is the comrades. It doesn't sound good. Oh, it's beautiful. Are you kidding me? No, Vic. It's not good. You, it, Vic. It's very muffled. You should go to the landline now. Can you do that? Hold on. All right. Because this. Comrex has been perfect. No, it's not. It's it, there's something wrong. It doesn't sound good. By the way, that sounds like a VTech. Is that a VTech phone, Vic, from back in the day? Do not confuse him. Let him dial. I'm am dialing right now. All right. You know the number to dial? Oh, I see you're just popping up. Okay. Kevin? Hi. Yep. That, we know Vic. Kevin is talking to you now. Okay. Now, Vic, turn off the Comrex and talk on the phone. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay, Comrex disconnected. Doesn't it sound better? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it sounds much better, Vic. We want to hear you. Well, we've worked very hard on the Comrex. I'm surprised because it's been uh, working flawlessly. Yeah, it didn't sound good. All right, listen. But again, Alex Caruso. Yeah. To me, he just wanted to get a little high. Okay. He's a, it's alma mater, Texas A&M. Right. He gets on a flight to the Texas A&M airport, and they're, they're busting him for a grinder and, like, less than two ounces pot. Are you kidding me? Listen. Well, the rules are well, different. There you go. Anyway, he's elevated his status among all Laker fans once again. 
The great Caruso. Because he got busted? If I had any doubts about him, yeah, if I had any doubts about him before, I'm riding with him now because he has some weed he tried to get through the TSA. And a grinder. Yeah. I have a conspiracy theory. Who carries a grinder? That was very sophisticated. I have a conspiracy theory on this. I don't know when you guys want to hear it. All right, go ahead. I'm going to turn on the conspiracy theory music. All right. It better be Unsolved Mysteries. No, it's not. Oh, come on, man. How could you go with anything other than Unsolved Mysteries? Because that's what I have on the board. With Robert Stack? I mean, how he used to send shivers up people's spine when he would come on and go, Update! Alien Boy turns out to be the neighbor's parrot. But here, okay, here's, here's my conspiracy theory. People in Texas are so sick of California people coming out and moving out to their state. All right, yeah. that is a real thing. They're tired of it because California people ran, came in droves, and whether it was Joe Rogan recruiting people to go to Texas because he moved there and he left, uh, you know, uh, Hidden Hills wherever he lived and moved to Austin, I think they were out to get Alex Caruso because he's now a California resident. He was in their backyard, and they said, "Oh." So you want to go ahead and dabble elsewhere, and you want to be able to cross the streams whenever you want, and you want to be able to jump across the border whenever you want, even though you're from here? Take this with you here, pothead, and get back to L.A., and why don't you figure out why LeBron had the trainer fired? That's what I believe, Fred. Yeah, the trainer I can buy. That part of it I buy. You don't think they were out to get him because he's from California and they're tired of seeing Californians in Texas? No. All right. I mean, isn't that small amount of pot legal in Texas? I mean, it, he had barely anything. He just had a grinder yeah, and know, less than two ounces. We know about the grinder. Vic, I don't think you can bring it on a plane, though. <laughs> By the way, what is the grinder? Is it like the grinder you use to make guac? Like that little bowl that comes with the uh, the thing you stab it with? What do you mean a grinder? Like, what is it? Those are the reports at College Station, Texas, home of the Texas A&M Aggies. And he's a former Aggie. He's a proud Aggie. Gig him. Gig him. But anyway, that's it. That's all. I, that's all I have to say about that. To quote the great Forrest Gump. Is there a better movie than Forrest Gump? Okay, Vic. Was there a better movie than Forrest Gump? Have you seen the nominations for Best Picture that year? And I, th- I believe Forrest Gump won Best Picture. And if I'm not mistaken, it beat out Shawshank Redemption, which is a another blown. What's a beat too? I mean, come on. Now, upon further review, Forrest Gump stunk out loud. Unrealistic. And, huh? and, and the way they celebrated Jenny, uh, who who was a scumbag, the things she did to Forrest in that movie. I mean, come on, man. I love Jenny. I mean, yeah. Jenny was was seeking. She was a seeker. To each their own. Yeah. A little wild. She was a seeker. She was looking, finding a way. Just like, you know, Paul George lost the way at the foul line last night. <laughs> Who wrote that? Two shows nightly for Coyma Hilton. <laughs> Big. Good afternoon, Jay Knox. Jonas Knox. Big. I think he should be ashamed of himself. The executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show, please put your hands together and show the love. It's Kevin Figures now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kevin. What? I wasn't here for a couple of days because I was in Phoenix. Yeah. 
Did you adjust the board? I didn't touch a thing, Fred. Did you adjust the board? I did not touch a thing. Really? No. Well, one of my little stickers is missing, and I think it's this one. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. That's a coincidence, to be quite <laughs> honest with you, Fred. That thing has so many markings and colors and things on it. We were playing the game the last couple of days. I had to bring all the audio up here in the studio because I have no idea what the hell is going on on that board. Could hey. we could we try to do something with the board, please? Fred, Fred, could I Fred, could I play that same drop? I want to throw to it. Can you play the drop right after I throw to it? Go ahead. All right. And here was Kevin Figures reporting live outside Jonas's wedding last July. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. And I may, yeah. or may, may or may not have had a couple of drinks in my hand as I did that report. But it's okay. It's neither here nor there. Kev, that's not inaccurate. That is not an inaccurate <laughs> statement whatsoever. Yes, I will fix the board for the 15th time, Fred. Yes. The board is like 85 years old. I put new tags on there. I feel like once every three months. And they keep falling off. Well, the problem is they're not taped on properly. How are they taped mis improperly? I don't understand how they can be taped improperly. I don't know. That's why I have to write all over it now. I don't even know what this means. Oh. Okay. Everything Watch out for those random drops, Fred. All right. This one I really don't know. I'm just going to hit it. And okay. Then we'll, we'll figure out if we're going to keep it. Bull crap. That's pretty good. All right. We'll keep that. There you go. Of course. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, your musical maestro, show the love, put your hands together. Every musical nuance you hear is from his incredible repertoire. It's Rossio. VTB on the landline now. <laughs> yeah. Technology. Well, before we get to the haiku today. A story that really just came out of nowhere and is so bizarre, yet it happened last night in Montebello. Oh, what is it? Oh, the, the cows? 30 cows escaped from the meatpacking plant and ran the streets of Montebello. You know, I'm glad... One had to be put down. No, I'm glad you brought that up, Vic, because I know uh, I, I was listening to it while I was getting ready to go on live in Phoenix, and I heard the story. Here's the thing, and I, I'll bet you you guys don't agree with me on this. But, you mm. know, cows have brains. They might not be big brains or cow brains. And they pretty much know or can sense what's going to happen to them. And it's not the first time when they're in that situation where one of them stampedes out. They want to run away. They know what's coming, Vic. They know what's coming. Yep. And I, I, I know last night people were talking about it. And, oh, my God, I actually felt horribly. I think it's terrible. They sense what's coming, and they got out of there. I don't blame them. Not I totally agree with you, Fred. You know, I'm, I am one with the Longhorn Steer at the University of Texas. The great Bevo, the 2,000-pound Longhorn Steer, developed a very strong bond with that beast. So, you know, I, I am one with, with the cow, and I, I am one with Longhorn Steers. Well, you're not and one yes, with... yes, you're, you're right, not, Fred. They were, they were afraid. They were running for their lives. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, don't say you're one with the cow. Yeah, let me let me tell you something. Fred Fred is is Mister Sensitive when it comes to the cow, and the second a, a, a ribeye goes on sale at Ralph's, he's the first person there to buy the value pack. Give me a. <laughs> I didn't know that cow. But you know, well, they the corralled herd, all the cows. They you know put the one herd down. Of cows that ran free, and I, you have sympathy for all of them, Fred. Yes, I do. I see. I do. I mean, they were Beverly Boulevard. This is a major thoroughfare. 
And to see 30 cows, you know, like a scene out of Bonanza. I mean, it's nuts. I'm glad, I'm glad there was no injuries. One cow did attack a family, and that cow was uh, subdued. And one cow was uh, put down, and they corralled the rest. Because, you know, there's a lot of horses in the Montebello area. Hold on a second. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, local ranchers and local, uh, um, you know, wranglers who have experience with cows, and they were able to round them up. I mean, wait a second. A cow attacked the family? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. What are we... It's out of control. Like, we, all of a sudden, we've gone from sweet animals escaping and they're scared and confused to one cow turned into Richard Ramirez in the middle of the night. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, like what, what well, do you when mean? You're when you're running, Jay Knox, you're running for your life. I mean, you know, they plowed through fences and they hit a couple cars. They were scared. I mean, I'd be freaking out. I want to know what happened to the cow that they put down. Did they yeah. send him to Ruth's Chris? Oh, oh my what? God. What? Oh, this is oh, a legitimate oh, question. Geez, I, I mean, think he should be ashamed of himself. Oh, my God. This is, is the meat tainted or something oh. because of how he was killed? Like, these are important questions. I cannot believe it. That's a valid question. Yeah. I do not have the answer for that. Okay. Just, just Maybe Fred and Jonas may have the answer. Yeah. I could have used a little more cowbell. Yeah, check the uh, check the meat case across the street at Whole Foods next week, Kev. Maybe get your answer. No shipment just came in. <laughs> Montebello <laughs> bread. Didn't have to travel far. Montebello bread. Kobe beef? No, Montebello. I'm, I'm just happy there was this now peace on Beverly Boulevard. Thank God, Vic. But that's... The, that's, I mean, that's a scary situation. 30 cows stampeding Beverly Boulevard? That's unheard of. Especially if they storm into somebody's house, you know, holding an Uzi as a cow. It's terrible. The last time there was a stampede on Beverly Boulevard, it's because I think one of the bakeries uh, ran out of uh, shish kebab. And Lama Junes, together as one. Are you familiar with the Lama June? Uh, no, but uh, I was waiting for you to say uh, the Pacoima Improv uh, after that. Well, I, it's the great Armenian pizza. Oh. If you ever get a chance, the amazing Lama June. One of my favorite uh, fighters of all time is Armenian. A guy named Viktor Chinyan. Seen him fight at uh, you know the old tennis courts outside uh, whatever they call it, Dignity Health now a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, guys, oh yeah, he's a hundred and fifteen pounds and a full blown murderer with grenades on his wrist would just put people to sleep. The great Victor Chinyan. They called him the Raging Bull. Little Armenia for you. Not really a fair fight if he shows up with grenades. Well, it was it was hyperbole. All right, you know oh, what okay. I mean? Yeah, not a, not actual grenades, but, but he hit really hard. He'd really put him to sleep with those. Yeah. Leading all up to the haiku today from Iriu, I-R-I-U, Iriu. Iriu, very good. Iriu, it's haiku on this Wednesday, June the 23rd. In summer, sleep is vain. I barely close my eyelids when I to wake again. I'm feeling you. Iriu.
Okay, there was a bit of an issue. The phone cut out at the most critical part of the haiku. I will repeat. Thank you. This is from Iriu. Thank you. In summer, sleep is vain. I barely close my eyelids when tis time to wake again. I'm feeling you. When tis time to think again was what was left out of that. Time to wake again. Isn't that true, though? In summertime, the time is a blur. I I took from it he's an insomniac. I believe he's just immersed in the summer mindset. Or, you know, he's he's got a substance abuse problem. There's that, too. Could be. Yeah. Bick? Maybe maybe Iri wanted to call uh, Alex Caruso for a little uh, little hit. <laughs> okay, Vic, that was a really good haiku today. Thank Iri, and uh, we thank everyone for being a part of the um, haiku too. Not really sure what could top Iriu, but what's been happening today may, and we'll do its lit next. San Diego, move on. We've come for the NL West. Lay low. In fact, lay down. You can either lay down now or wait till September when you inevitably will do it anyway. Good luck getting through, pal. Although you have been doing a pretty good job of laying down lately. Zing! Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck kicks off at 6 p.m. on the home of your world champion Dodgers. AM 570 LA Sports. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 LA Sports. All right, Fred Rogan and Jonas Knox. Jonas and Ferrati today on AM570 LA Sports. The haiku was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But because it, it took the amount of time that it did, we had not gotten to its lit. And we need to catch everybody up, Jonas, on what is going on today. Well, I mean, let's do it. I mean, since we're not going to shame Vic, I mean, I don't know why you have to comrex shame him every time he comes on the air. You know, well, no. it's, it's not his te- it's not his problem and his fault that t- there's tech issues. He's working. He's doing his best, Fred. Vic, are you there? I guess I am. And uh, thank you, thank you for the support. Yeah. Uh, let's face it: this technological society we have demands constant tweaking. Technology. So and stuff. we will be tweaking once again. Okay, we'll be tweaking, and now let's get everybody caught up. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by our buddy Jacob and Ronnie. Best attorney in town, by far, no question about it. You got a problem, he's got an answer. You need help, he'll provide it. Anything happens to you, you've got to call Jacob, 844-24-JACOB. Accident. There's a report out there from a journalist named Matt Sullivan who says that Kyrie Irving, that his days might be numbered with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, you could say he just got there, but apparently, of course, him pausing in the middle of the season, taking some personal time, may have possibly rubbed some people in the front office the wrong way. And it's possible, according to Sullivan, that the Nets could look to move off of Kyrie Irving this upcoming offseason there, Fred. Is that surprising? No. When things go south, somebody's always got to get it. There's always a reason. I mean... I think the biggest reason might be injuries, but... Yeah, but no, I'm saying. But you open the door. I took some time off. He's kind of aloof at times. So they go, well, you know what? 
got to do something here. We're not dealing with him anymore. That's I mean, the problem. We I have mean, James Harden. Like how many how many times can this guy show you he's a flake and everyone just say, "Ah, no, we can be the ones to change him." Like come on. This has happened every step of the way. He bailed on Cleveland. Uh he he bailed on the Boston Celtics. Now he's in Brooklyn. He reportedly didn't like that uh, that Steve Nash was hired and he wasn't consulted on it, so he started to pout. And then he took time off during the season. He can't get a straight answer out of him because he wants to be Mr. I'm smarter than everybody else in the room. And on top of that, he's never healthy. He's had injury issues going all the way back to his time at Duke. So like, at what point do you just walk away from this and say, this is who this guy is and we got to move forward? I'm a humongous Kyrie Irving fan. He'll break down anybody in this league. And why did Brooklyn lose a chance? Lose at uh, you know the, their series against Atlanta because Kyrie's not there. You know Harden was hurt, and KD was out of his mind. But you know, they lost because Kyrie was not there. And he's from the New York metropolitan area. They're not going to give up on Kyrie so soon. Kyrie will be there at least uh, for the next couple of years. Well, speaking of his old stomping grounds in Boston, uh, they have secured themselves a new head coach. It is not Rick Carlisle. It's not Chauncey Billups or one of the names you've seen floated out there. It is Ime Udoka. Udoka. Ime Udoka, who, if you're a diehard of diehard Laker fans, you would know we spent a cup of coffee with him in training camp about 15 years ago or so. But he's been an assistant with the Brooklyn Nets for the last few years. Uh, Apparently, he's been up and coming in the coaching ranks. And uh, has a good relationship, apparently, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And he's going to be the new head coach of the Boston Celtics there, Fred. Yeah, Ime what, Udoka. Wasn't that the reason? Because he did have a relationship? That, that's a big factor. At with least that's what the reporting them. is. Yeah. Yes. So Brad Stevens has made his move, and it's nice. New guy gets an opportunity. Uh, the players have played for him and like him. You know, hopefully, they can get out of the middle of the road there. And hopefully, he'll make a difference, Jonas. I mean... I, I get it because he had some sort of a previous working relationship. Was it the Olympics? They worked together. I think it was like Team USA or something along those lines that they had worked together from, from my understanding. How long is Brad Stevens going to be the president of basketball operations? Because this feels like a short-term thing. He needed a break. It made sense to just continue with the continuity because Danny Ainge was on his way out. But it feels like Brad Stevens is going to get picked up and be a head coach somewhere. If it's not in the NBA, you know he's going to make a ton of money from somebody in college thinking he could turn around a program. I love this hire. Ime Udoka deserves a shot. He sat at the lotus feet of Greg Popovich of San Antonio for many, many years. And this is just an excellent hire by the Boston Celtics as they attempt to climb out of their personal abyss. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. A, uh, a good sign uh, for the NBA. I know, the, I know, Fred, you love ratings talk. I yes. saw this report. The viewership is up 39% over last year's postseason. And, of course, last year we were coming off of months of having no sports whatsoever. Uh, and League Pass viewership is up by 22%. Three and a half million viewers averaged across TNT, ABC, and the four-letter network. And the most viewed games drawing 6.9 million and 6.2 million were game seven between the Bucks and Nets and Hawks and Sixers. So for people that were fearing that the NBA would lose some luster or some eyeballs, without having some of its marquee talent like LeBron James and Steph Curry in the postseason, think again. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. People at ABC right now and Disney are absolutely terrified. Terrified 
because those numbers were what they were. You have an NBA final with Phoenix and Atlanta. That all comes crashing down. We'll all come tumbling down. That's not going to draw. I mean, you know that LeBron James is rooting for app for just dismal ratings. Like, you know his ego could not handle the fact that the NBA could survive without him. So you know he's going to be rooting for just... Po- and, and Listen, I'll, I'll call my shot right now. LeBron James will do something to counter-program the NBA Finals. All right, what, whether, what's he going to do? Okay, whether it's a shoe launch... Whether it's uh, you know a preview of uh, you know that dumb movie he's got out that he's promoting, what is it? Uh, what's that movie? Is it like a Space, Space Jam? Jam? Yeah, whatever. I never saw the first one, or if there was a second one, I didn't see that one either, and I don't plan on seeing this one either. In that, uh, so he's going to either cross, he's going to do some sort of a uh, uh, launch a shoe. Open a Blaze Pizza, or he's gonna do something via Space Jam to counter-program the NBA Finals because he just can't handle the fact that the league could get on without him. I think the excellent ratings illuminates the fact that America and the world loves hoop. They love to see great ballers, and you know I've been watching these playoffs for at least forty years, maybe longer. When I was a young briquette growing up in the streets of Queens. Yes. And the excitement level of these games. I mean, obviously, last night's said Clippers-Suns game didn't have the right results for the Clippers. But you're telling me, with .8 seconds left, and you're, and you're losing, and you put up an alley-oop, and the dude dunks it, and you win a playoff game? That, to me, was insane. I've never seen that done. So we're witnessing history. And... I'll tell you, man, I just want to give some kudos to playoff Rondo. I don't know if you guys early in the show gave him some love. The way he took care of Booker, that physicality. I was proud of Patrick Beverly last night. Yeah, he I was proud of the way he gave up his body and went physical. And broke his that is the way the only way he can beat the Suns is to, you know, dilute, you know, some of the numbers of 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 D Book. Because D Book is you know, playing insane basketball and you know, Patrick Beverly had a tough stretch to see with the Clips. Not last night. He really impressed me. I'm very, you know, much respect. Much respect playoff. Playoff Rondo. And Patrick Beverly. They, these guys are stepping up. Well, the Olympics are about a month or so away. I think 29, 28 days away, something like that. And apparently mm-hmm. uh, Peacock... You know, Fred's employer over there with the, with NBC. They have yeah. their, their streaming platform. And I'm sure they're going to integrate the Olympic coverage throughout all of their networks, including the Peacock streaming yep. service. And what they're going to do, Fred, they're going to bring in your boy, Snoop Dogg, and Kevin Hart to do Olympic highlights every single night. All right. It's going to air exclusively oh, yeah. on Peacock. And they're going to showcase some of the highlights and lowlights uh, during, uh, during this Olympic period. Uh, are we interested in watching Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg basically just go after people uh, during Olympic highlight shows on Peacock there, Fred? Here's what I think is interesting. They told me some time ago that they were going to do shows on Peacock, but they wanted them hosted by entertainment people Okay. Uh, because they wanted to take a different approach. I think what's really going to happen here, because the games are going to be on so many different places, and Peacock is where the whole focus is on everything. Thank you, Pete. Uh, thank you, Pete. We'll see if it siphons off viewers from the primetime coverage. Basically, what you're doing is cannibalizing yourself. 
And you can hear the peacock doing that now. Yeah, you cannibalize yourself by fragmenting everything. I think people will watch it. To be honest with you, I will watch it, Jonas. Yeah, no, I, listen, I'm going to watch it as well, too. I, I, now, when are the Olympics starting? How, how 30 soon? 30 days. Are, okay, so th- we're 30 days away from the Olympics being back. All right. I mean, and they've already announced they're going to let uh, allow fans back into some of these events, right? What are we, 10,000 capacity, I think I saw, that yes. they're going to allow? I mean, listen, I, I'm into it. I'll, I'll get to, uh, you know what's great about the Olympics? Nobody has any idea who's actually good in any of these things, unless unless you're the people that are covering the sport. So it just as media members, we just sit back and we watch, and then we try and pretend like we know what the hell we're talking about after the fact. It really, it really is great. I mean, it's it's a job well done, Fred. Now you you do uh, obviously a lot with NBC, so you yeah. got to know what's going on. Uh, but you know, for, for somebody like me who has no idea, uh, you know who the uh, who the number four ranked swimmer is uh, out of Bangladesh, you know, I'm not quite sure how. I'm going to be able to break that down. So I'll just react, have a cocktail, and then just try and make stuff up as I go along. They're all heartwarming tales, Jonas. Yeah, all of them. Tales of triumph. Yeah. And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, don't go anywhere. We're going to bust the break. We've got two tickets to see the Clippers tomorrow night. All right. That's coming up. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570, LA Sports. Yeah! Raphael in Long Beach, are you there? (laughs) Are you taking calls? No, we're giving Raphael tickets. (laughs) It's the Dean, yeah, what's up, Dean? Come on, Raphael. You want a pair of tickets to see the Clippers and Suns in Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals tomorrow night at Staples. Catch the action on AM 1150 with a tip-off at 6. That's Clipper big Nation. time. It's your chance to support your LA Clippers during the 2021 Western Conference Finals. Secure your seats for the remaining games. Go to clippers.com slash tickets. Raphael, hold on, man. Have fun at the game. I will. I will. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Hold on, Raphael. Uh, you can tell Petros is in here. They've actually <laughs> i got to promote our show. Well, they've been in <laughs> Hi, here Jonas. For- Hi, P. They've been in here for the last half hour, and Matt is actually making hot dogs. You can smell it. Yeah, the Matt's Magic Hot Dog Box is here. Uh, Matt Money Smith makes he, He's got a special hot dog box that we bring out for shows, and you can see it as you can see us if you don't feel like listening conventionally today. that is, uh, We're going to be giving away uh, our conventional prizes on YouTube and Facebook today is how you can figure out how to win tickets to the Clipper game, Burke. Burke Williams Day Spa passes. I'm pretty sure if you went to the Burke Williams Day Spa, Fred, that they would uh, shave your beard. I don't want to shave. I'm just saying. I'm sure they would do that for you if you asked them. Okay. Maybe with a cutthroat razor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to say this. Like Sweeney Todd. These guys, I've never seen them this excited to get started. They're both in here now. Yeah, we got Matt a tank top behind me. Uh, dogs, well, we want to we want to get people them. on the stream, no, you know, before it gets started because you know. Matt is a stream shamer. You know, he'll be like, you know what you did right there? That topic you said, we lost 200 guys. And, like, so we got to, like, build up the stream right now. Okay. You yeah, know what well, I'm saying? When people are actually On YouTube and us, Facebook, yeah. right? right? Right. For the PMS Chevy Summer Tour Live. Yeah. That's you, all I'm trying to say. You want to talk to people when they're listening, so it's good you jumped on today. Well, what I'm trying to do is make your listeners go to YouTube or Facebook. Okay. And put on the stream so they can win the Clipper tickets. The Burke Williams Day Spa tickets. I think we have. I'm sorry, Jonas. 
We have fighting tickets. Why? What is what's Jonas going to do? Listen, hey, Jonas Fred. is in his seventh hour of radio today, Fred. Yeah, listen. And you guys already wore Vic out. He's going to be dry as a bone by the time we... Fume Blanc by the time we get to him, okay? Yeah. You know, that's the second time. Sit here oh, and tell me. There you Fred, go. Fred, Real nice. Everything's yeah, falling Fred, down in here Okay, now. Fred's got a weed hangover from Phoenix, so he's taking it out on Vic. Yeah, and you now, find the now, weed store out yeah, there, Fred? He's being no. snarky to Petros. It's, what you, it's rude, Oh, Fred. my God. Somebody just knocked over our windmill. I'm telling you, it fell on you. You didn't even feel it? No. And then a minute ago, this <laughs> all fell down. Everything has fallen down in here. Well, we have to repair it by the time the... Uh, and even Tim Cates has a tank on, and I believe Ronnie will be tanking up soon. Oh, Everybody's in their tank tops. All right. And uh, we're going to have a special tank top party. Nice. With less of a homosexual <laughs> undertone like oh we God. had last uh, tour. Okay. Although it may come up. All right. We uh, already had a Pet Shop Boys kind of thing going yesterday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie and Kevin, What's wrong with that? You. It's Pride Month, Fred. I know. Uh, I don't think you need to say it's going to be less of a well, I, I see that you're not wearing your rainbow lanyard, Fred. And what are you trying to say? <laughs> Jonas, thank you. Yeah, Jonas. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Fred. Uh, I mean, the guy does 10 hours a day. What do you want from him? Blood? Please, Fred. All right, uh, we're back tomorrow. The Chevy Summer Tour is next. I was on with him at 5 a.m. yesterday. He was dragging LeVar Arrington around for four hours. That's a big guy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.